ARE Study Guide Podcast. So before we begin, I just want to give you a quick side note. Um, When I recorded this episode, my heater came on at my house and created a terrible background noise on my recording. And I am so tired and I need to get to my studying and I don't have time to re-record episodes. So I decided to add some background noise for the part where my heater is running and... I think it's jazzy. Might wake you up a little bit. Hope you like it. Hope you don't hate it. It's brownfields, but I figure I can't make it much worse, right? So that's what that is. Um, Don't be worried. I'm not going to keep doing that. I really hope you don't find it annoying. Sorry in advance, guys. Now, without further ado, enjoy this episode of Brownfields. Hello, ladies and lads. Welcome to another episode of the ARE Study Guide Podcast. Today, we are going to talk about brownfields. Not a very appealing name. Brownfield. So what I realized in my research is that this name, to me, makes it sound a lot worse than it actually is. On the surface, if you just Google what is a brownfield, you're going to find out that a brownfield is land that is contaminated. But when you dive deeper, the definition of a brownfield is actually land that is contaminated or perceived to be contaminated. So I can't imagine on the ARE that they're going to have to have you differentiate a land that is actually contaminated and isn't actually contaminated. It's mostly the idea this is land that might be contaminated. Um, But I think that's an important thing to note that just because land is labeled as a brownfield doesn't mean we need to be scared to work with that piece of land. A brownfield is typically going to be a former industrial or commercial site. So in 1980, Congress created what's known as the Superfund, or the Comprehensive Environmental Response Compensation and Liability Act. So what this is, is a piece of legislation that makes landowners liable for any contamination on their property, regardless if they were responsible for that contamination or not. So in 1980, when this originally was enacted, it made it harder to sell land that was considered contaminated. Because why would you want to buy land and become liable for this contamination even if you didn't do anything to put that contamination there? So people started choosing to buy undeveloped land, further creating urban sprawl, then buying urban infill sites that may be contaminated. So this became a problem. So what the government did is they created financial incentives to encourage people to buy contaminated land. And that's kind of where the label brownfield comes from. So there's incentives to buy brownfields. So when Superfund was enacted, it made current property owners, 
current property operators and former owners and operators liable for the contamination. The only way you can get out of your liability is if you can claim the innocent landowner defense. And you have to prove that you purchased the property without knowing it was contaminated. You have to do your basic due diligence before purchasing a property. And that's gonna be through a phase one ESA. And that's an environmental site assessment. So a phase one ESA is just a basic review, which consists of reviewing publicly available information about the site. And this is where you would see what activities were done on the site. It should be stuff that's just easily accessible and easily accessible is defined as easy to obtain and doesn't take more than 20 days to receive the records that you request. Uh, phase one ESA also includes interviewing knowledgeable people about the site's former uses. It also includes investigating the site in person, just looking around and if there's any obvious signs of potential contamination sources. And then it includes developing a report of your findings. And when you do those four things, which are reviewing the public records, talking to people that know about the site, looking at the site in person, and creating a report, after you do those four things, if there's any reason to believe that there could be contaminants, that's gonna trigger you to do a phase two ESA. And a phase two ESA is when you do samples of the site and you figure out how much contamination is really there. So a phase one and a phase two ESA, those are the processes for figuring out if a site is contaminated. So what happens if you find out a site is contaminated? You're gonna to have to do brownfield remediation. In 2002, a law was created to help promote the development of brownfields. This is known as the Small Business Liability Relief and Brownfields Revitalization Act. So this law created defenses for people that were purchasing the land and the neighboring properties. So what this law did is it said that if you're buying a piece of land and you find out that the land is contaminated while you're getting ready to purchase it, you can qualify for an exemption from being liable for that contamination. Brownfield remediation. When you have a site that is contaminated, you need to remediate it. You can't just put a building on a contaminated site and then subject the occupants to toxic chemicals that the site might have. Depending on what the site was formerly used for, there'll be a different level of contamination. So like a really big industrial plant, the site could have a lot of contamination in the soil. Whereas a small little warehouse might not have as much. So based on the level of contamination, the owner needs to choose how much risk they're willing to assume with the contamination. Because to do a full cleanup of a really contaminated site is going to be very expensive and that's not going to be feasible for most owners. So you have to figure out the balance between how much risk the owner is willing to assume with the contamination and how much they want to spend. With remediation techniques, you also have to consider how fast 
do you want the remediation to take place? So the fastest solution probably, you just shovel all the soil out and put new soil in, and then you ship off the soil somewhere for it to be processed. That's going to be very expensive. A slower alternative is placing plants that can naturally remove the contaminants. But that's going to take a lot longer because you have to wait for those plants to grow and put their roots into the soil and pull up all of those contaminants. In general, there are five ways that you can handle a brownfield site. The first, you can choose to do nothing. Second, you can limit people's usage on the land. You can limit where people can travel on the site to prevent people from being exposed to the contaminants. Three, you can cap the contamination, meaning cover it with like a concrete pad. Four, you can remediate the soil on site, meaning you clean it on site. Or five, you remove the soil and dispose of it off site. Again, this is gonna be the most expensive option. So there's a lot of ways to clean the soil on site. Um, one thing you can do, uh, stabilization and solidification. So when you add chemicals that will solidify and stabilize the contaminants. Um, so yeah, there's, there's lots of stuff like that. Um, don't know how much you need to know uh, for your exam, but just in general, know the, know the options, um, understand what kind of sites are brownfields. You know, they're going to be former industrial or commercial sites, sites that would have been using hazardous products of any type, you know, that could be oil, gas stations. Again, remember the definition of a brownfield is relatively vague. It's land that is contaminated or perceived to be contaminated. So there's a lot of things that can be classified as a brownfield. It doesn't mean necessarily that it is an overly contaminated site. It's just a site that you have to be aware of that might be contaminated and do the proper testing to see what kind of contaminants are there, if any. All right, and that's what we have on Brownfields. For more information, you can check out my study guide at arestudyguidepodcast.com, and that's where I dive deeper into the legislation and the remediation strategies, if you're interested. Ta-ta for now.